The information provided is not a substitute for legal and other professional advice where the facts and circumstances warrant. People should always consult their own legal or other professional advisors and discuss the facts and circumstances that apply to their specific circumstances. The information shared on Ask the Landlord is for educational purposes only. Hi everyone, we're back with another episode of Ask the Landlord with our favorite landlord, Albert Dweck. I'm Melissa. I'm one of Albert's producers, and I'm a former New York City renter. And together, we're going to be asking this landlord some questions. Today's question, we're going to go back to the conversation we had on last week's episode about rent-stabilized apartments. And my question is really simple because we did not touch it at all. So how do I get one? How do I get a (laughs) rent-stabilized apartment, Albert? Yeah. So that's a great question, Melissa. Um, I think that's what everybody wants. I mean, I, 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 we I want there, was a sign, there was a Seinfeld episode on, uh, on that. It's like, Oh, how do I, uh, the apartment, you know, how do I get the apartment? Um, right. Uh, it's like, do I have to go hang out in central park and like, you know, befriend yeah. all these elders or where are the delis? Like, what do I do? How do I get one? Yeah. So it's a great question. Um, I'm sure everybody wants a rent stabilized apartment. We do. Um, the people have spoken. Back in the day, uh, many years ago, it was easier to get a rent stabilized apartment because rents in general were lower, and um, um, maybe there were you know there were more available um, to get. But today, what happened is rents went up on the free market apartments and the regulations have gotten very stringent about taking rent stabilized apartment out and into free market in New York. Um, and across the country in general, you know, there's a more of a, there's like a wave of, uh, regulating rents, um, which we're not sure is legal yet. Like, um, but, you know, there is a wave towards trying to um, regulate housing um, as a basic need, which it is, obviously. Uh, people need to live somewhere. Everyone does. And, um, you know, are there, should we be regulating those things? Uh, and what's the what's the greater good conversation? Um, but putting you back in, in your conversation about how do you get a rent-stabilized apartment, it's really hard to get because there aren't, the people in them don't really vacate them, right? So, and then one thing that we've been noticing here in New York is that landlords are, we call what I hear is warehousing the apartments. So when they become vacant, they're not renting them out um, because they're waiting for the laws to change. So they're not necessarily available. You know, I heard a funny story a few years ago of a woman of 63 being adopted. By who? By a guy who had a rent-stabilized apartment. (laughs) It took 63 years. So that she could get succession. Wow. So that's, you know, and then recently, actually, a few stories have come where people who have been in the rent-stabilized apartment for 20 or 30 years and they've lived well in those apartments, meaning a long time, and they've raised their family there, 
and they're thinking, oh, that's something that they want to leave to their kids, mm-hmm. which, you know, in New York, it's possible if the kids live there. For so a it's just easy? They just pass it down to them? Yeah. I mean, there's the rules about, you know, how long they live there and how they have to live mm-hmm. there and things like that. But yes, it's uh, there's succession for children on those. Mm-hmm. So people actually, it's become like an asset almost. Being right. able to pay a low rent is an asset. So you could see how people, unless you're related to somebody, right? So how to do, how to, so I guess the only way how to do that is to, you know, have a family member that you actually live with. And then you're, you know, for a long time, and you have to take over the rent. Um, so it's really hard. It's it's nearly impossible to get a rent-stabilized apartment um, today, um, in my experience. But people are obviously concerned with keeping their apartments that are rent-stabilized. Um, so that's, you know, that's important to them, uh, as you can imagine. So mm-hmm. You mentioned those vacant apartments that, I guess, landlords or owners are going to hold on to. So tell me a personal anecdote. What do you know anyone? What is the longest that someone has had a vacant apartment that you know of? I, you know, I don't know what happened. Um, the The laws changed in New York more um, drastically in uh, June of 2019, hmm. where before then, a landlord could get a vacant apartment, increase the rent by a certain amount because it was vacant, and then fix the apartment under a certain formula and prove that they did the work, and then raise the rent accordingly to a certain threshold. And then once they pass the threshold of the rent, then the apartment would be free market. Mm. Um, That ability was taken away in 2019. Wow. So- Landlords really, and then the pandemic happened, right? Mm -hmm. So what usually happens when laws like that change drastically, and that one did, it takes time for the market to figure out what to do about that. Mm -hmm. However, what happened was the pandemic happened right after that. Right. So, So there was no time to figure out what that means in a normal way. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so, so since that time, when the people had vacancies, they they were only been holding vacancies for a couple of years now, but also was it was clouded by the pandemic. So, um, that's what's happening now. Um, mind you, that under the former mayor, not the current mayor of New York. He was a he was a he was a mayor for eight years, two terms, and pretty much for half the time that he was in office, there were rent freezes, and the other time the increases were about one percent. Mm-hmm. And now it went back to three percent, but you know, as I said, inflation is is higher than that, so um, it's. Um, yeah. So that so there's so landlord let's say has and for uh, let's say they have a th- they have a $1000 apartment that is rent stabilized 
you know, they don't know what to do with it because they don't want to re-rent it to someone and keep it rent stabilized for the next 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're just in a, like, I don't know what to do mode. Mm-hmm. Because they can get a lot more if they fix it up or if the laws change. So, you know, um, unfortunately, um, it's a tough situation. Um, you know, even now, so there are, you know, what I'd like to do or think about is like, what are good solutions to solve this issue? Um, and I'm open to, to those conversations. I think we, you know, we really have to have them, but as we said in earlier podcasts, it's going to take some long-term thinking to that, you know, because the, the results of this are not going to happen in a few years. You know, you have to look beyond, oh, you got to say, look, I'm going to fix this problem for the long term. And, you know, uh, the answer is that everybody's going to have to take a uh, compromise and give up a little bit so that they could have a better something in the future. Uh, you know, examples of places that have done such things like uh, Singapore um, had rent control, rent stabilization, and they took it away and came up with an alternative program that works really well uh, for their residents uh, to get affordable housing um, and then own, which is a great thing. But again, it takes it takes a longer term view uh, on that. Um, so, you know, unfortunately, rent stabilization, rent control was, was enacted in, as an emergency measure. Uh, and it was never, and unfortunately, never, never sh- shaken loose of that because of the uh, incentives. So uh, you're probably not going to find a rent stabilized apartment where you want to live. You you'll probably need. Um, so then, you know, for those of people that have rent stabilized apartment, they probably want to hold on to them uh, as much as they can. Uh, but unfortunately, because of the way the laws changed, there's a little bit, there's little incentive for the landlords to fix the places that they live. So that's just a deteriorating asset. And uh, again, the people aren't likely to move. So, um, which is, you know, I'm telling you, Melissa, like, doesn't that, doesn't that sound like something that's a broken system? I mean, it, yeah, especially if it was created after World War II, you said. So that is a very long time ago, right? I think we yeah. a lot of things have changed. You know, technology's changed, times change. So why do we keep things that are from the past a lot? I because, think progression because, is key. Because, you know, there's a problem. I mean, people need to live. And there's a and, and costs go up, and I understand that. So it's a question of how do we how do we balance making really it's a supply and demand issue. It's like we just have to create more supply. How do we create more supply so that it's more more housing is available for people? Ultimately, that's mm-hmm. the answer. Right. Um, any whenever you have a government putting restrictions on things, in the short term, it's like a direct. How do you say teach a man to fish for a day? No, or teach give a man, man a fish, fish, right? Yeah, give a man a fish or teach a man a fish. Yeah. So if you give a man a fish, he eats for a day. Teach a man right. to fish, he eats for his life. Right? So that's the same thing. It's like, oh, these you're giving a handout or mm-hmm. subsidizing some housing. So what do you do? Okay, but then that doesn't solve the issue of people being able to 
get more housing because there's no housing. Mm-hmm. So the answer is to make more housing so that the pricing across the markets normalizes. So where are we going to build more housing? That's a question, right? So, you know, in New York, it's it's very limited space, right? So what we could do is go up, right? Which we've done, right? Go up past the Bronx, you mean? or No, no, go up vertically. Oh. <laughs> no, no, funny. go up vertically, right? You meant like but north. no, no, but I think to your, but I think that's also another point. So I'm, we're going to come back to that. Going up vertically would be would be like guess, additional, yeah. meaning Floors. additional zoning, right? Like right. increasing the zoning. Another like thing the air we could right. do is right. Another Ooh, thing we could do is thing. to your point, increase transportation, like improve transportation, that would so be that great. people can live further away and get where they need to go faster. Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if people could telecommute or, you know, Zoom or whatever they have to do to, to work today. Right. That would also be helpful. Um, so. Those but are those things. Buildings, but but yeah. those buildings realistically that are going up and taller and taller are the multi multi million dollar apartments that we see on TV and whatnot. That's right. Right. That's right. So because those aren't. Of, I mean, that's not relatable. Because uh, because that's the problem with is that there's this there's the regulation in the city only allows that, mm-hmm. so it's a vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. So it only makes sense to build very expensive things because the market is very constrained from a supply perspective. So if everything was open, everything would be cheaper. So here, let's take a thought example. Let's say someone's paying three thousand dollars a month for rent a, a month for three for a free market apartment, and one thousand dollars a month for a rent stabilized apartment. So the average is two thousand. Mm-hmm. So that means the free market apartment would pay less, mm-hmm. and the average and the and the rent stabilized apartment would we, pay more. Oh, you're but are those equal apartments or are those different apartments? They're not that different. Okay. So that's the solution is for them to pay less and them to pay more no, to balance it I'm out. I'm just showing you, I was just giving you an example of if you opened it up and you said everything's mm. free market, then that's how essentially what would happen. The rent stabilized apartment would come up in price to market and the, and the free market apartments would, would come down a lot. And you see this happening in the future, I don't know, 10 years or whatnot. No, it's not going to happen unless we have, <laughs> unless we, unless we. Uh, New York is unless, a special place, everyone. It's very special. I mean, it's not. It's it's not I mean, it's the greatest city it in the. Right. I don't see it happening, but you know, mm-hmm. it's that's what the kind of thing that's going to take to. It's a drastic measure that'll you know, you know, we have some ideas about. I have some ideas about how to solve these problems, but. And I'm open to, you know, having people on the podcast to discuss them and come up with some ideas to, you know, that we can implement. But uh, that that is a problem. And it, right now it's a vicious cycle where, you know, you have people living in old buildings. They can't move because they can't get a different place. There's no incentive to fix the buildings. And it's short term, like it's just not going to keep going like that. Like the buildings are still a bit 
habitable, right? They're just, habitable, what do you mean by yes. fi- habitable? <laughs> what do you mean by fix? Like what, just what's an example when you say fix? So you're saying, oh, you know, the cabinets are, you know, old or whatever. Like, okay. So they're just okay. cos- like cosmetic So like there's no fixes? reason. No, but then there's no reason for a landlord to fix it. I mean, the landlord will fix it, but just do a right. Band-Aid. Right. Because, they're not going to do a gut why should Why should anyone fix it, you know? Mm-hmm. Because they're not getting anything they're losing money every month on that kind of an apartment so those yeah back to about fixing and renovating those empty those vacant units we were talking about before and you were saying the landlord is or the owner is going to wait until the laws change or whatnot but do you think they're just going to leave it empty as is or are they going to go in take a risk fix it and leave it updated and then wait what do you think why why would they fix there's no return on the fixing I don't know, to get it done, maybe lumber went down. No, there's no, it doesn't. So they're just going to, okay. They're a standstill. Right now it's a standstill because Mm. the laws went completely in one direction and they just, you know, there are benefits, sure, short term, like I said, but uh, no, there's no, there's no incentive. So that's, Mm -hmm. you know, we have a, we have a, a real problem that needs, Communication, collaboration, coordination, understanding, and compromise. Right. All right. That makes a lot of sense. So just to sum it up, will I be getting a rent-stabilized apartment? Probably not. And that's okay, right? That's okay. It is what it is. You know, and but but in other in certain municipalities. In around the country, where they have rent stabilization, you could get an apartment, and then that'll be market, and they can't raise your rent, uh, whatever to whatever they want. You know, if there's if you're in an area where there's rent stabilization, and you have a rental, you know, it's not going to be adjusted to market every every year, every month. Right. Very so interesting. Yeah. I'm sad, but I accept I accept the truth. You know, I'm glad I asked you. I'm glad uh, my expectations are realistic right now. So thank you. You got it. For more episodes, please subscribe to Ask the Landlord on your favorite podcast platform. We'd appreciate it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch the show, check out our Ask the Landlord YouTube channel. If you have a question for Albert, feel free to contact him on Instagram at AskTheLandlord and check out his TikTok at AskTheLandlord. Bridging the gap between landlords and tenants, this has been Ask the Landlord. Thanks for listening.